The dead speak. Hi, this is Vanessa Sunshine. Hi, this is Alicia. Hi, I'm Georgia Love. I'm Osha Ginsberg. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Hello. Hello and welcome back. Or perhaps, oh, the levels are too high. Aren't oh, yes, they? they are. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, the podcast which pops the question. Oh, right. Hello. Hello. Come on. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, my name's Xavier <laughs> Vesky Noon, and this is a Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor Universe podcast. And uh, and I'm joined as always by my special friend. <laughs> Not comfortable with that phrasing. <laughs> His name's Max Quinn. Hello. Hello, Xavier. It is so nice to be back. What are we doing here in January? Uh, well, I mean, uh, it is a it's something of a, <laughs> a dark time in Australia's <laughs> current history. Yep. Uh, and we're grappling desperately onto something that will provide some trace of joy in our and many other people's lives. The country's on fire. Do you know what? Let's try and uh, do what we do best, which is talk about this awful, god-awful TV show, which somehow is better than everything else that is happening sure. in the world right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say somehow. Like, it's a, fair, <laughs> it's a fairly uh, decent way ahead. I yeah, it's say. a good whack better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, it's tough out there. The new Star Wars wasn't very good. You know, like, oh, people heaps, need yeah. a little bit of something. Cats. Uh, well, actually, I really like cats. Did you? Yeah. Talk me through. I haven't seen Cats. I just sort of was throwing it in as like a... um, Okay. Oh, Cats. You should be paying more attention at home because you do have a cat. I do. Yeah. So to say that you've not seen any cats uh, makes me frankly concerned for Jeff's welfare. She's under the bed. (laughs) How long has that been going on? Uh, I mean, ever since we got um, Mr. Grumbly Tum... (laughs) Schneidenfreud. <laughs> yeah, right. Good. You have a new cat. You're not paying attention to the old one. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. You're not looking at that one either, though. No, 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 no. no. I don't. I. Uh, it's all. It's all a blur. Well, the thing is with cats is it's one thing to look at them. It's another thing to hear them. And uh, mm. these cats actually sing. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, we don't have to talk about cats all episode, <laughs> but uh, you know, a lot of people saying, uh, "Oh, it's so weird. Oh, it's what a what a trip." And I'm like, "Yeah, baby. Yeah, feed sign me, me that. up for that." I mean, I don't know. More movies, in my opinion, and I've been saying this for a long time, mm. should have, like, big, big food where they're <laughs> a little thing and they're eating a piece of food that's normal size, but it looks big. Yeah, okay. And so, you know, you get that and you get a lot of strange character names. There's a lot of magic. There's, uh, you know, I mean, I could list things that happen in Cats all day, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, just get get out there. Get out there. Support... Uh, Local cinema. Is it like DreamWorks or like Sony or whatever? It's <laughs> about so one of these companies that really needs your yeah. help in these trying times. Great. Uh, so uh, we're here to 
talk about the batch. We've ticked off the big news. Yeah. Xavier's <laughs> <laughs> or cats. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we could do some life updates. We mm-hmm. will uh, talk about here. Ready? This is what's coming up. Um, we're going to play a game that I thought was going to be a game, but instead it's not. And then... <laughs> You're uh, playing games with the listener, my dear boy. That's what I was doing. Mm. And then book review time. Right. So this is a segment that I think we were planning to do pre-Christmas in mm. terms of like a sort of Christmas holiday buying guide. Yeah. Uh, and then we both got a bit sick and got a bit carried away having holidays and all that sort of stuff. And You know, you know so we've got two books that you might uh, consider or not uh, looking into post-Christmas from the Bachelor Universe. Did you forget to get someone a gift? Oh, fuck. Did oh, they get you no. something? Oh, bugger. Oh, I'm up shit creek. Well, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> both of these books are like 15 bucks or less at Kmart. <laughs> One of them, I think, <laughs> if they have any copies left, they are trying to get rid of quite, quite Certainly, definitely. yes. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Do we tease what they are? Probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the new book from Angie Kent, Australia's most recent current Current. She's the reigning. Uh, which is called... It's up there on your cupboard. That's not the name of it. <laughs> it's up there in your cover. Wait, you've got two copies okay, of this motherfucker? Well, I don't know. I, is this a good time to drop what's going on with this whole situation? Well, I mean, you might as well. Okay, so the book is called If You Don't Laugh, You'll Cry. Great. And I think may- maybe now is a good time to share the story of when I did both. Okay. Because, so I went out week of release and I shared this picture on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, off posting social media, Facebooking group. Because mm-hmm. uh, I bought it week of release, very excited to get it, that sort of thing. Not everyone in my entire life knows this. And uh, it, it came to pass that there was a gift-giving season. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, and what, uh, you know, I, I don't know how to set up this story. It was uh, a work-related Christmas Kringle. Uh-huh, um, yes. You know, a secret Santa, that sort of thing. The, Chris, uh, the, the Kringle of Chris. Right. And I was given this book. And I thought, well, that's so sweet. Like, because it's a random draw. Somebody knew I was a big Batchy fan. And I don't talk about it 24-7 at work, but I thought it was really sweet that it came up. But it also came with this card, which okay. just says, Season's Greetings. Do you want to read that inside bit to sure. me? Sure. Okay, cool. So, the it's a beautiful red card with ornate gold flowers mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. on the front. And it says, Xavier, wishing you every happiness for Christmas and the coming year. Love, KK and AK. Now, AK. Yes. Now, you would think KK, probably Chris Kringle, Right. Right. Who could Carrie Ann Kennelly, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's for, love from KAK, but she put a typo in there. She's a fucking moron. <laughs> uh, Angie Kent, oh my God. Yeah, so... You got, uh, you got an Angie Kent Christmas card. I did, yeah. And along with the card, yeah. um, I also managed to get my hands on a signed copy of her book. Oh my God, so this is So would you like to read so that cool. inscription? Dear Xavier, will you accept... <laughs> This rose <laughs> Love and great hair Angie <laughs> How nice is this? Isn't that incredible? That's so lovely so okay, How has this come to pass? Well, okay So somebody who I work with I don't know if I name her She's a wonderful person Great I haven't cleared this with her really Okay But uh, it's a very thoughtful individual Who happens to be friends with somebody Who works at Angie Kent's publishing house mm-hmm. Uh just by happenstance managed to get the ideal person for her secret Santa. Oh, this is so which good. Was me. And so in addition <laughs> to this signed copy of the book, I also got a uh, little USB. 
Okay. Which was kind of an incredible thing. I was like, I have sh- surely you've exceeded the $10 limit already. Right. And I still actually now realizing I have not given back the USB, which is like 16 gigabyte. Those things don't grow on trees. They don't. Um, but on that USB, you know, I immediately in the middle of the office Christmas party, plugged it into my work laptop. Okay. Because I had to find out what was going on. Uh, and on it was a single uh, file. Yep. It was a video file. I'm so excited. And uh, And here it is. You'll hear the audio. You won't see the video. Maybe I'll include it on our social medias now that I have given this surprise away to oh my, my friend God, Max. Because this, this all so happened exciting. a few weeks ago I just, and I was like, I got to... Oh, you texted me and I was like, there can't be some good... Surprise. Well, like, I don't know what it is, but it's not going to be... It's not oh too my shabby, God, right? God, what so, is happening? Right, here we go. Hi, Xavier. I heard that you do a podcast called Bachelor of Hearts, which I haven't listened to yet, but I will. Oh, my God. And um, yeah, I just wanted to say thanks for all the love and support. Oh, my God. This is so cool. Pretty this sick, is right? the coolest shit. I was truly weeping with delight and sheer joy. That is so cool. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I've I was not aware that an office secret Santa present could reach that level of goodness. I think this is the best secret Santa present that has ever been given. I would love if anyone could even come close. Yeah. If any of our listeners are like, ah, uh, one time I um, ran out of gummy bears and I got a big bag of them, or whatever. Yeah. The, okay. Let me, just for contrast, tell you about um, the Secret Santa that happened at my family Christmas. Sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, which I will say, dear listener, I was a conscientious objector to and did not participate in because right. I knew it was going to do bad things to the entire family. And it, it can did. be troublesome, yeah. They're really... Okay, especially, though, when it becomes the nasty Christmas uh, white elephant mm. um, Secret Satan game. Oh, where you have to try and get the worst gift? No. No? Where everyone gets a gift for a person, and then you swap gifts and people can steal gifts oh. from other people. Oh. Have you seen that episode of The Office? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. So it's like you, you go round Robin, mm-hmm. and uh, let's say I bought you a gift. Max, right? that is so sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah. And honestly, you shouldn't have. No, but and I And I'm feeling a bit bad because and- I didn't even think I got you anything. Uh, so... You would then be able to open the gift. Great. And I will, and I'd love to. Thank you. You could choose to steal a gift off of someone else who is at our imaginary Kris Kringle giving ceremony. Right, right. As yet unwrapped? Like, just based on... No. Oh, my God. Unwrapped. Oh, Max. You either get to pick a new present out of the center, Mm -hmm. might have your name on it, might not, Mm. or you get to choose something that someone else bought to the uh, like value dollar limit, which I think my family set at like forty dollars, okay. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, it's just potluck. Mm. But then, obviously, there are some people who are going to be better at buying gifts that are appropriate for more people, right. Than for right. others, right? Okay. And the long and the short of it mm. is that my cousin's nineteen-year-old boyfriend mm. bought a glow-in-the-dark football mm-hmm. to round robin nasty christmas santa mm-hmm. that someone in the family ended up with mm. and did not want no it's not a gift Didn't that like anyone is like all. craving meanwhile some other dude from family christmas mm. is off flying his fucking drone around oh that's rough it's bad shit yeah 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 okay so what's happened here is that you have had the ultimate chris kringle experience yeah but what ends up in little Max Quinn's lap is what I want to know. Well, no, I objected to the whole thing. Oh, so you did didn't not receive. participate. Okay, did not, I understand. Uh, yes. Give did not receive. I thought this is going to be a bad idea. Mm. There is going to be attention mm. uh, and tension. Mm. And I thought, no. Yeah, I think Flat you maybe no on did that. the right thing. Yeah. With that said, though, just through my engagement in this process mm. and 
getting a gift for somebody who I don't know very well and yeah. end up getting a small plant. <laughs> it was a, a little succulent because I was like, no one can like no one can stand up there and object to that. You yeah, know? no one's the end like, of the day. Fucking plant. Oh fuck you. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, uh, take and you shall receive. What is that? For? No, it, no, it doesn't apply to this that's situation at part. all. Yeah, but uh, anyway, um, that's how I got my two copies of the book. That's so cool. So honestly, if you want, I'll give you a copy of the book. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually kind of interested to read it, yeah. pending your review sure, later yes. on the podcast. We and will get to that. You are also going to hear from me about uh, a book that I read over the summer holidays, The Honey Badger's Guide to Life, Nick Cummins, mm. with help from my old man, Mark. Okay, interesting. I want to say in consecutive years, we have had Batchy Bachelorettes with an old man named Mark. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I thought you were just going to say we've had Batchy Bachelorettes who have released a book. Yeah, well, we're at the point now where I think most Marks are in their 40s or 50s. <laughs> Is that statistically proven? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, cool. I, like, I just gave you the statistics. Sure, two yeah. Two years in a row. Right. Most I mean, marks. we've done a pretty comprehensive analysis at this point. Yeah. yeah it yeah. stands to reason. Yep. Um, so, yeah, between, you know, reading this book and uh, getting engaged to the woman that I love. Oh so boy. that also happened. Yeah. And that might be worth mentioning at, at some point. I guess we do love love on this podcast. And yeah. if you'd like to know, do you have I talked to you about how it all happened? No. Oh, this is exciting. I was hoping that you would. Yes. But now I'm like, potty. You know? Okay. Max and I, very best friends. Yes. There's no one I love more than you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, family. Sorry, partner. Sorry, uh, sucked in everyone. Yeah. Sorry, producers of the musical and movie Cats. <laughs> uh, Jason Derulo. <laughs> he was great at it. Was as, he really? As the Rum Tum Tugger. Rum Tum Tugger. That's yeah. what I've been trying to think of. He's a curious cat. Mm. Um, you offer him a, a mouse, he'd rather have a rat. You oh, know what I mean? He's, okay. He's yeah, yeah. Remy. Like Remy. Twisted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, uh, we're very good friends, but we haven't actually caught up that much since, in, since we last did a podcast. It's been like a month mm. since I've seen you, which yeah. is probably the longest time since we lived apart. It's but insane. even then, I was seeing you monthly because we were doing gigs and all kinds of stuff. Sure. Christmas, New Year's, haven't seen you, was saving the story as you were saving your story. Right. Here we go. You of ready for equal this? Equal importance. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to Angie, but she didn't exactly propose to me. Mm. So it begins in the year 2019, listeners. Okay, let me cast my mind mm-hmm. back. This is the year of release of the musical Cats. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, some other musicals uh, probably came out that year. Sure. The Joker, that was a good musical. <laughs> yeah. I'm the Joker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ha ha. One of, uh, great, one of his great songs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The uh, yeah the epilogue, I'm the Joker, haha. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Really yeah. cements the ideas of the whole thing <laughs> into that one final statement. Uh, yeah, uh, so 2019, uh, here's some information. I got a new job recently. Hey. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, thank you. You know this already, I but do. Uh, listeners, I have moved on from something that I used to do at the radio to do a new thing at the radio. Uh, it's great and I'm really happy and on the day that I got the new job mm-hmm. I emailed the people who I was thinking about getting the ring from and mm-hmm. I was like hey let's make this happen right so that happened on the day wow and so here's some information for you mm. rings take like two three months to make okay that's well okay maybe that explains why you didn't ring me that much over the last right uh, I didn't know that yeah that's interesting I'm, I know that there's like people have individual requirements and yeah uh, whether that be size based or like what they want on the ring and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff so so you put all those things together mm. and it's like two to three months worth of whatever right okay. yeah 
Um, plus, you, they've got to source the... Um, so the ring that I got for Danny was a diamond ring. Mm. Um, but this is some other information for you. The most ethical diamond that you can buy at the moment mm-hmm. is, I believe, a lab-grown diamond. Right. Oh, interesting. Okay. So they grow it in the lab. I was going to say Pokemon Diamond. Pokemon version. Diamond yeah. also very That's good. That's a close second, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it means that there's no blood exchanged. There's no... Um, Deaths down mines anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no like foreign trade awfulness. Sure, it's some nice scientists in a lab making people happy. That's very virtuous. Yeah. So mm. we did that, which was you know great. But they obviously you also have to wait then for them to grow the diamond and mm. cut it into whatever you need and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Uh, we wait for like three months. The ring's ready, mm-hmm. and. You say we wait. Did uh, she didn't know? No, she, no, yes, no, no, no. You wait. Uh, we, the collective we, in okay, the story. Right. All of us here waiting with bated breath. Oh, this is great. I'm mm-hmm. along for the journey. Yeah. Uh, so, Danny's in uh, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. She's down there for an event for her work, and I get the text from the company that's like, "Hey, things ready." They give you a text. They don't give you a ring. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, they give you a text before they give you a ring. Right. Um, yeah. And so. <laughs> I hike it out to Avalon, which mm. is a ways away, sure. but that's where the company is. Pick it up. I'm like fumbling with it being like, what the fuck do I do with this? Like, how am I going to... And I have it all mapped out in my head that we're going to go home for Christmas and there'll be a beautiful walk on the beach mm-hmm. and surprise, hey, it's quiet and intimate and there's not heaps of people around mm. and no one's hiding in the bushes to do any weird shit. Yeah. You know, it's just a very soft, simple... Kind, a nice, I love like, you. Let's get married. You two guys, sort of thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, low and key, I wasn't invited, but that's beautiful. Fine. Yeah, uh, but that's not what happened at all. <laughs> okay, but to be clear, I was not invited to whatever did happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very me focused thing, which I'm struggling with, but I will get. We'll over get it. to your invite. Yeah. Um. So, what happened next was that I was at my friend Jono's house. Jono Scordius, friend of the program. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Great man, mm-hmm. uh, and we were looking at the Harbour Bridge and the what's the other thing? The Opera House, sure. right? That we have here in Sydney. Yeah, um, Jono has got this beautiful apartment where it has a rooftop which has a view of those things. Fuck, we're having a couple of beers. I took some photos. Mm-hmm. Danny gets home the next day, and firstly, she walks in the room and she's like, "Something's different in here." Really? And I was like, "You fucking witch! You <laughs> witch! How do you? How have you done this?" What are you? And she's like, no, I'm just, I'm a Pisces. There's different energy in here. And I was like, I hate you so much. What are you doing to me? And so then you broke up. <laughs> <laughs> and you met this new person. <laughs> and so outwardly, I was like, no, nothing's different. Sit down. Let's talk about our weekends. Can't wait to hear everything about your work event. I'm not going to say a word about anything. Sure. Shh, wait. And Xavier, that's not what happened. Oh. Because I was like, yeah, my weekend was good too. I um went to Jono's house and saw the opera house and High Bridge and I took this photo and I took this photo and I'm scrolling through the photos on my phone. Oh my God. Scroll straight to a photo of the ring that I sent to my sister the day before. <laughs> <laughs> At which point, <laughs> Danny is elated. She starts jumping up and down on the bed. She's so excited to have seen this because she loves that view yeah like, the sydney foreshore is <laughs> yeah, like one yeah. of the most iconic locations yeah have you ever been to the opera bar oh yeah oh, oh exquisite so go to the opera bar everyone mm, try the oysters <laughs> try the champagne yeah uh 
So she's jumping up and down on the bed, which on the one hand is good because I'm like, well, she's not going to say no to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm absolutely fucking dying inside because she's seen the thing and the surprise is ruined and what... Mm. do we do about this and, and she the sits doctor back down. did say no more monkeys doctor was like exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so she sits back down and she's like I didn't see anything <laughs> she's like I'm, it might happen at Christmas it might happen for my birthday or in the new year it might happen when we're on holidays next year who can mm. say might never happen I haven't seen, around. Yeah, I haven't seen anything <laughs> don't push your luck and I was like shit like at this point the next nine months of her life are going to be suspended like spent in suspense sure. and anticipation of this moment yeah. that could happen at any moment, right? Which means that you're always kind of going to be expecting it, mm. except if you're coming back from downstairs after rescuing the cat from a lizard attack, <laughs> which Wait, happened the very was same that you afternoon. Or was that her doing that? No, it was Danny doing that. Okay, rescuing the cat. Yep. So. Another She's, virtuous yeah. act. Look at this beautiful family. Gone downstairs and the cat's got a lizard or whatever and... She's like walking upstairs and she's like, ah, the cat's got a lizard in his mouth. And I've set up the room all nice. And I thought, of course, it's the only time that I'm actually going to be able to surprise you and have it be a surprise. Right. So, surprise... It was beautiful. Aww. We both uh, cried and danced and jumped and the whole thing was really, really lovely. Aww. And then we drank uh, some warm champagne mm-hmm. that the ring company had supplied. Oh, that's good. If I had my druthers, I probably would have put it in the fridge. Maybe fridge But I had it. no intention of really going in and proposing that day. That's how spont it was. It was super spont, yeah. but it was really fun and it has turned into... Something that has brought so much joy out of our friends and family sure, and our life, and that's been really nice, and uh, also a great story. Maxi, I'm so happy for you. I'm happy. Dan's happy. It's going to be great. Thank you for sharing your story on the pod. That's all right. Thank you for sharing it with our listeners who oh, do love love. Also, if you ask Danny, the story is um, he proposed at home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some details you could uh, you could shave off to yeah. make it flow a little more elegantly. I suppose there are some yeah. things that you can say. Well, you have different storytelling styles and that sort of thing. No, she was thrilled and happy, and it's it's Hooray. really lovely. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to have her back on the pod as well. It's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, beautiful. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's that's where my life is at today. Good news. Let's talk batch. Yeah. Well, let's talk batch because there's been some stuff happening. Obviously, yeah. We haven't recorded a podcast in a little while. And these things tend to sort of ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, ebb and Florence. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Could we see her again? Florence Alexandra. Florence. <sighs> She's willing. We- yeah. Yeah. We'll see her. Hopefully. I, I don't, don't know. know if she'll be on this season of Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. We might start guessing about some of the other people that we are going to see on Bachelor in Paradise. Let's do that. But first, let's talk about, hey, we've got a new international season of The Batchy on the way. Oh, and it's sure. just across the ditch. Somebody uh, on our Facebook group whose name I should have taken down alerted us to this fact this very morning. Mm, so exciting that there is a new season of The Bachelor Et. Et? I might add, the yes. very first season of right. The Bachelorette, there according fact, to Meg Waghorn? Meg Waghorn from our Facebook group. A premiere event. Yes, in New Zealand. Right. I, I, which I'm thrilled about. Um, as you may remember, there were a couple of seasons of The Bachelor in New Zealand a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the ratings were not incredible and they decided 
even though international Bachelor podcast superstars Bachelor of Hearts <laughs> did jump on board and provide coverage of the third season, uh, it was not enough to continue making the program. Um, but I think we will cast an interested and curious eye over to the uh, the other side of the uh, what do you call it? The is it a ditch? Uh, pond po- across the pond. Let's do let's over, over the hedge. Zi- over the hedge. Yeah. Great. Um, in, in deference to one of <laughs> our greatest cinematic treasures. So yeah, it was revealed in Stuff magazine uh, that New Zealand's first Bachelorette is 32-year-old Dr. Lucina Nakachusta, uh, and she is a doctor and occasional actor who has been working in this very country, Australia, for a year. Hey, that's where I live. But makes her return to NZ to be the Bachelor for a release date. Unannounced. Uh, no promises. Maybe we'll cover it. Maybe we won't. See I what time of year it is. I hope that the timing works out that we can talk about it. Yeah. Because um, I had a lot of fun doing it last last time. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Zach Franich. Zach Franich. I can't believe you remembered it, but oh. they brought us such uh, golden characters as Lily McManus. Right. Viani Bright. There was a lot of speculation that uh, that Lily would be the Bachelorette. When yeah, it according returned. to what we uh, read there. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I would. I'd be down for a Lily McManus. I'd be curious to know what she's up to, yeah. Bring her in for paradise. Sure. She'd be that great. That would be an absolute hit and would be a great cross-promo branding thing for this new season of Bachelorette. Okay, so that's my first pitch mm. for this new season of Bachelor in Paradise, which we know is going to air in, well, it's the new year now, early in the year. Last yeah. season, I think it was like February, March that we started doing this. Yeah. Yeah, and it ran through I would April. say like March, April, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... I guess what we should do is uh, talk about all these potentials because it's really exciting that we could have a new season of Paradise. Paradise, for me, out of the three last year, was the one that I loved the most. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think there was obviously a lot of joy to be found all over the map, but Paradise really had some quite exciting storylines. Yeah. uh, And I think, yeah, that format just allows a lot of room for interesting and off off format sort of stuff to happen right and it was like it was super meaty on both sides of the coin you know like there was lots of love and lots of stuff to talk about with mm. that and wonderful dates but then there was also all of this other complicated socio uh political mm. socio socio whatever mm. uh social interaction you right know, to, yeah. to unpack and to whether it was and... like exes being reunited in a very uncomfortable way or whether yeah. it was like you know uh like a same-sex relationship being right. played out or being yep. played with or whatever. And, yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of room for a lot of interesting stuff to happen within that, which as we follow more and more seasons of regular Bachelor and Bachelorette, Bachelorette mm-hmm. you know, it's we're, you know, it's the same shit. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, there's more... Uh, there's different colours to paint with, and right. that's what I'm excited about. So, uh, I guess we should... Maybe let's start with some people who have coupled up since Last Paradise, mm-hmm. who I can confirm will not be on the show this time around. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. So, firstly, you're looking at uh, who is uh, who's coupled here? Oh, you remember Cat Hennessy? Yes, I do. Barley Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friend of Alicia Aiken Radburn. Sure. Um, she had, I think, maybe one or two episodes on the show in Paradise. Mm-hmm. She's coupled up. Right. Okay. Might be seeing Cat. Hennessy at all. We can also rule out Cass Wood. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Recently celebrated her one year anniversary with uh, her current partner, mm-hmm. which means that all of that shit that played out with Richie on the mm. show last mm. year was happening while she was seeing someone else. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah, that's actually kind of 
insane. Yeah, and kind of hard to hard to deal with. Okay, so who else have we got? Brooke, as we know, has yes. found love since the show. She's very, very happy with her current partner. Yes, so um, we sadly uh, won't be seeing Brooke Blurton on the show. And this is one that fucking freaked me out. Mm-hmm. This is it for the women that I found who are uh, who are coupled up. Remember Lisa Hyde? Yeah, from a few years back. A few years back, and she was on Paradise two years ago. She was with Luke McLeod. Mm, yep. She's not only coupled up, she's got a kid. Really? Yes. Wait, when did what? what how I don't know happen? how I missed this. We completely got past her. Yeah, I looked at I, like I looked at her grand because I was like, who's been on the last few years? What's going on? Mm. Checked her out and was like. Oh, she's with a, a child. I wonder whose that is. It's hers. Wow. And they had it like a year and a half ago. You know what this is? It's probably, I'm guessing that her partner is not a batchy person, maybe not even a famo. Yeah. Probably did not seem to be uh, newsworthy to uh, any of the, you know, gossip mags or tabloids or anything like that. And so there it just flew under the radar. They got matching Christmas shirts for Christmas. Aw. It's cute. It's pretty nice. It's really cute. So good for Lisa Hyde. Sure. Uh, sad for us that we will not see her on the show. Mm. Okay, let's talk coupled up dudes. Todd. Todd's coupled up. That's Can you true. believe this? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's hot property. He deserves to be, uh, you know, happy with somebody. Yeah, it's only recent. Um, I was thinking that we would see Todd King uh, on Paradise before too long. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of talk about him becoming Bachelor. That's right, right. Um, mm. But yeah, as of, of pretty recently, Todd is in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Same as someone who we saw on Paradise last year, Jules Bourne. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. so... Jules is uh, has has found love uh, mm-hmm. off the show, mm-hmm. which I mean we all recall the drama. Yes, of course. Yeah, he is still doing cameo videos for four dollars and twenty cents. So if you need a little bit of Jules in your life, you don't necessarily have to date the guy. <laughs> but you can uh, you can do that if you want. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I should say like Chris Harrison, host of the American Bachelor. His right. are like four five hundred dollars. That's wild. Like. I mean, he is a celeb, I guess. He's a true celeb, yeah. 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 Um, okay, so Davy Lloyd from last year. Oh, yeah. You might remember, so he had the thing with Florence mm. on the island, and he was like, I've come back for Flo. Mm. I'm so excited to see what this could be. Davy Lloyd's a bit of a mainstay at this point. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's been on two seasons of Paradise. Then at the finale, he was like, I've found true love with this girl. Mm. Still together. There you go. Yep, so Davy Lloyd, rule him out for Paradise okay, this year. Won't be seeing him again. Mm-hmm. Same with Luke McLeod. Oh. There was this whole schmozzle with Luke and Lisa when uh, they left. They choose, chose to leave Paradise together, if you recall, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now, Lisa, Luke, separately found love after there was the whole, like, did he cheat on her out of Paradise yeah. scandal? Yeah, Who knows if it's the same person? I haven't done that research. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where we're at. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. So, that leaves us with a whole heap of uncoupled yes this year a big for paradise roster to choose from okay i'm gonna i think the way that we should do this and is... there have been some rumors mm-hmm. uh i think i remember like in november or something there was a list going around that's right um which would be around the time that it was shooting yep. i suppose it would have begun shooting but all this stuff is still kind of a secret uh and we don't fully know how plausible it is but i mean there's been some like tabloid shots of people in airports at the right place in the right time that kind right. of thing yeah um so there are a few people that you can kind of i really get the feeling that they're probably going to be there yeah um but a lot of this is kind of going to be guesswork i'm guessing right so Unless, yeah um, you said you did research so I've, d- I've done a lot of research i can't confirm anyone who is definitely on or definitely off the show mm-hmm. The cast list that was floated by New Idea in November was this. Mm-hmm. 
Kieran Stott. Yep. I believe it. I believe it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie Doran. Mm-hmm. Which I'd, I'd, I wouldn't believe that. Uh, no. Okay. Um, Naranga. Yeah. I yeah. believe it. I, I would love to see Naranga. Uh, he deserves it. Yeah. Abby. Yes, I believe that. Me too. In my opinion, I get the impression from some things that I've seen that she is makes a quick trip. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I, don't, I don't know what that means yep. within the context of the show. Uh, but uh, yeah, apparently she was not gone for very long. Came and left. Yes. Okay. Um, Eleanor could is be completely also wrong. Yeah. Right. Have no idea. Interesting. Eleanor uh, is also floated out there. Okay. Renee Barrett. Which one's Renee Barrett? So Renee, I believe from Darwin, she was on Matt's season. Oh, Renee. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, as well as Sagan from Matt's season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess Brody, who was uh, tattooed and left early on Matt's season. Okay. I don't really remember it's her a huge at all. Amount of really recent ones. Yeah. yeah. Julia from Matt's season as well. Uh-huh. Uh. Then Brittany Weldon. Yeah, yeah, You remember yeah. Uh, uh, Conga Brittany from yes, Paradise last yes, year? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, as well as... for it. Yeah. As well as Kira Maguire. Great. Really excited. A welcome Would be return. very happy to see Kira in sure. 2020. Because, of course, she uh, had a long-standing relationship with Jared, mm-hmm. um, but they have since parted ways. Lovely. Yes. They. I mean, it's not <laughs> lovely. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, lovely that she might be able to make a return to our screens And sure. Kiki Morris as well Do you remember Kiki? Yeah, I remember Kiki She was on Richie's season Yeah, I think yeah. she might have been on Paradise season one uh, I don't recall I, don't no. know. I couldn't tell you Okay, so that leaves us with a bunch of unconfirmeds Who I just want to like float out there And I think the best way to do this will be You give me uh, I want you to give me a likeliness Mm-hmm uh, and I want you to give me a how much you want them mm-hmm. on a scale from, let's say, one to seven. Sure. You know what? Sure. Makes Great. Se- perfect sense. Excellent. I feel like this is going to, you know, bring you out of your comfort zone. Everyone's used to, I can give it a six and a half. That's, you know. <laughs> no. We're going to do it out of seven. Sure. Here we go. Okay. So what's half of that? 3.5 is average. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fine. You've mathsed me. <laughs> yeah. How long did you think it was going to take me? <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's put this out there. Um, I want to start with this name, mm-hmm. Termaloaf. <laughs> you might recall Sophie from for Nick Cummins' season yeah. Yeah. Uh, as... I, she was called Sophaloaf for a while, <laughs> and then somehow on the, here on the podcast is morphed into Termaloaf. Mm. Uh, See, here's the thing. I look at Nick Cummins' season, and I'm like, fucking everyone deserves another shot. Like, you know, right? they didn't get what they bargained for. Mm-hmm. And if any of them want to, like, they should be greet, greeted with open arms. Right. Uh, Tomaloaf, one of the like chiefs among them, I would say, definitely you know? deserves it. Same as Brittany Hockley, who I believe is also uncoupled. Same as Sophie. Right. Okay. Okay. Talk to me about. Let's let's do those okay, two together. Likelihood. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. They're yeah. probably around the same. I'd say. Like. I think so too, because they both came in tied second. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the only thing is that because they went so far in the competition, they would probably be demanding like a decent salary or, you know, like as, yeah. as much as there is like a quote unquote star system with yes. these things or whatever. Yes. Um, they will be some of the bigger gets. And I guess on some level, uh, Channel 10 might even be looking at them and being like, oh, we don't need to have both of them. You know, uh-huh. it'll do well for next year if we can get the one that we didn't have before. Sure. Like in ter- if they're thinking about the longevity of mm-hmm, the show. Mm-hmm. You're playing chess with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
friends is one way to put <laughs> it. Uh, but, you know, I mean, like, they would both be great TV. Uh, I think people would get behind them having another shot at love. Um, so let's say like a five of likeliness. Okay. Point. Five out of seven. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> of course. Five out of seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in terms of how much I want them there. Yeah. Let's give them a six or seven. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very, very good. Okay. I now want to talk about, uh, okay. Rachel mm-hmm. from the last two paradises and Richie season. Yes. Okay. Yes. She has left paradise in tears twice. <sighs> yeah. She left Richie season in tears. She's just started a podcast with Tiff Wood. Oh yeah. Is Tiff Wood? No, no. Uh, who is she podcasting with? Tiffany, but I forget Scanlon? her. Scanlon? No. no. Uh, okay, one sec. We have reached the Bachelor of Hearts paused mailbag. Hey, Xavier, what is the thing that you're drinking out of? Hey, I've just... Notice that you're drinking a can of Coke with my name on it. <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah, I went to the shop and they had them on special. Oh. They were like, oh, we can't sell these. <laughs> They're not moving. That's so weird. I love it. I love it so much. This went, oh. Do you want one? Yes. I got one in the fridge. Oh, that's so it's cool. literally got your name on it. That's so cool. <laughs> How did you... When did you do this? Well, it's earlier today in Chatswood. That's so cool. Yeah, I don't want to provide advertising space <laughs> for them, There was a kiosk. Oh, that was cool. They wouldn't let me use any copyrighted names. Ah, and good. also the phrase Bachelor of Hearts podcast was too long. <laughs> so I was really low on options. Share a Coke with podcast. Yeah. Share a Coke with at B-O-H pod. <laughs> that's wild. Uh yeah, I love branding. The podcast is called Keep It Real with Rachel and Tiff, and it is Tiffany Janes. Well, good. Great. Another fucking <laughs> Bachelor podcast. It's not a Bachelor podcast. It's oh! just two bachelors doing a podcast about health and wellness. Oh, so they don't even stay on topic no. like we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, here's, uh, here's my question to you. Do you want to see Rachel again? Uh, I mean, I'm not like desperate to mm-hmm. feel like on some level I maybe have had my fill. Okay. Um, but also like, I don't know, give her a happy ending. Uh, to, to what degree do we want to wish this on her? Right. When clearly it has produced a lot of distress. Right. And not a lot of success. But what it's produced ultimately is a bunch of dudes who are like 14 years old. Mm. And she's a 33, 34 year old woman. Right. At yeah. the end of the day, it's like. I don't know if this thing is engineered towards making it successful for her. Right. Like, I feel like they're, <laughs> they're getting a lot of joy out of not having her, like... Find love. Find love. On the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but, you know, with that said, we're ranking based on likeliness. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me. Okay, I'm going to give it a four based on how likely it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fair. Okay. Now, let's talk about... Uh, oh, this is some good coupled news. Missed this one. Mm-hmm. You know how everyone's been longing after Nikki G? Tell me who Nikki G is. She was the runner-up on Richie's season. Right. I thought maybe you were mis- misremembering Nick Cummings. <laughs> no, everyone's been like, oh, oh Nikki Goga. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Everyone was like, she should be Bachelorette. Everyone loves yeah. her. She was wildly popular. She was rumored for Paradise a bunch of times. Sure. 
She's coupled up. Hey. Yeah, how good is that? Cool. Sad that we won't see her, but sure. uh, yeah, she's moved on with her life and yeah. she's doing cool shit. It seems like, uh, yeah, she kind of made the decision to get out of the batchy spotlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good for her. Yeah, she's done a really, really good job. Now let's talk about our friend Alicia Aitken-Rabburn. Hey. What do you think? Uh, she'd be, I mean, well complacent in, in our hearts. Delightful. Yes. Yes. Um, would mean she was... Not able to come on the podcast again for a little while, I guess. That's right. Just for like an exclusivity period, mm-hmm. uh, which frankly would make me furious. <laughs> uh, an exceedingly selfish act on her behalf. Um, but also, I mean, she, she loves a laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking, yeah, of course. I mean, she was such a breakout hit last year. I would adore to see her uh, on the show again. Yes. Uh, providing this time that all of the bad stuff does not happen. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, she made such a great uh, experience out of it for herself. Yeah, totally. I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd be thrilled. Yes, me too. Uh, in terms of likeliness, three and a half. Yeah, I feel like it's fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about Kristen. I don't remember Alicia expressing a real desire to go back. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that from our chat? No. But I mean, she didn't rule it out. No. Yeah. So. 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about Kristen mm-hmm. from Matt's season. Right. You might remember the the makeout session with the mud. And mm. uh, you might remember China. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I hate that you had to tell me that to get me there, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, I want her to come to paradise. Yes. Uh, I would love for her to get a slightly more well-rounded uh, portrayal. Agree, because I think she's a nice person, and yes. I think that she had more to offer than this one thing that was, like, this beat that was, like, drummed, to use the obvious, mm. into us. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, as for likeliness, I don't know. Has she stuck in the public mind? So, I'm going to give it a two for likeliness. Because it's like, I mean, they, they, they do often bring in a character who seemed to kind of only have one thing. Mm. Like, maybe... Uh, I'm bad with people's names. We haven't done this in too long. Ha. Uh, Conga lady. Brittany. With Brittany. Yeah. Brittany kind of only had one character trait and then they brought her to paradise to, and allowed her to sort of flesh that that out. out. Alicia as well. Sure. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, She was like one of the, the quote unquote mean girls from the season. Mm -hmm. And then now she's this like fully formed avant-garde, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, avant-garde. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I could see it within that context. Um, but remains to be seen. Yeah. Uh, what about this, though? Uh, she is going to try to be Miss Universe Australia this year. Oh, I remember you texted me about that. Yep. I did say texted and not sexted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, taking you- off my Instagram post. <laughs> hey, have you heard who's competing in uh, uh, Miss uh, Universe? Anyway, here's a picture of my dog. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't think uh, we will see Kristen uh, on Maybe Paradise. Not. She's got bigger fish to fry. Bigger fish to fry. I'd love to have her on the pod. Hey, true. Yeah. Um, also, uncoupled and available, as far as I can see, Ellie Miles. Oh, yeah. Fan favorite. Sure, people beloved. love Ellie. Beloved. Yes, yes, yes. If they don't make her the Bachelor this year, Bachelorette, oh. mm. I think she'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I think people would, uh, she'd be one of those people that people write down on the card being like, who would you like to see in paradise? And Mm. I'm sure a lot of people would go to see Ellie. Mm. But then I also think just forecasting, right? Mm -hmm. I think she would be the type to get in a relationship early Mm. and then not leave. 
Yeah, right. You know, I don't. Yeah. Think, I can't see it. Can't see it being a uh, point of drama. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't strike me as the most like uh, rambunctious uh, housemate of the island. Or yeah, true, true. Um, but that's not to say that there wouldn't be plenty of joy in that. In watching her have fun with someone. Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so with that said, I'm gonna give it uh, a four for <laughs> likely. Oh no, nah, I reckon it's less than that. I'm gonna give it like a three for likeliness. Yeah. Um, in terms of how much I want it, five. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, Rachel now. Did we not already? No, other Rachel. Which Rachel is this? Rachel Hill from last season. You might remember from the dog cunt. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a lock. You reckon? I, would, I say that's like, unless the censors were that upset about it. Right. Uh, that's like a fucking 10 out of... Oh, I'm sorry. 7 out of 7. <laughs> <laughs> she would be just ideal. Yeah. She was fun. She wasn't like a shitty dismissive. She mm. was a shit stirrer in the best way. Right. I would really, really like to see Rachel on I Paradise. almost feel like uh, she was only on her season so that she could then be brought <laughs> to Paradise. Yeah, straight away. You remember the uh, the classic when her friend came with her when she was dressed as a bride yeah. to meet Matt and she's like, my friend, that bitch is taking all my camera time. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Incredible. Can't wait to One see Rachel. One of the most iconic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As a seven out of seven, both Locke and uh, and want. want to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If any, I'm maybe backing uh, harder than anybody else. <laughs> well, like, I don't know. If Vanessa Sunshine wanted to come back on. Like, oh, yeah. She holds a special place in our hearts, I think, as well. Next on the list, Vanessa Sunshine. Hey, there we go. Uh, likeliness, pretty low. I reckon it's a one. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think she's desperate to get back into it. Me neither. Uh, but, you know, if she did... Um, it would be with that spirit in mind. Right. Uh, and therefore, let's give it a seven for how much I want to see it. Fuck yeah. Can't wait for more Vanessa Sunshine yeah. in my life. Okay. Uh, different note here. Alex Nation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you feel about Alex Nation coming back to Paradise for a second rip? Mm. Are they bringing Richie is the big question. Yeah. You know? Because uh, I, I, is Richie coupled up with anyone right now? I don't think so. Yeah. Let me just do a little bit of research on that while you talk about how much you like Alex Nation. Well, I do really like Alex Nation, but I feel like the um, if they were to just try and sort of replay that same dramatic thing of being like, where are they now or whatever of their relationship, I feel like that would be pretty stale and kind of unkind to them. Um, however, if they were both allowed to be seen as individual people, considering like Richie's season was... Three years ago? Four years ago? A hundred years ago? Scholars and scientists and archaeologists are still trying to dig up the past and remember when we started doing this podcast. <laughs> uh, it's sort of lost to time. Um, but yeah, I would I would be excited to see Alex Nation. I think probably more so than Richie. Uh, even though I felt Richie loosening up a little bit last time, uh, he's just still a little bit bland uh, as far as I'm concerned. He's a little dry for my palate. Now... I have a little suspicion that Richie might be coupled up. Mm. He's gone to a wedding in Bali recently, and he's posted a message to the people who hosted the wedding saying, thank you for having us. Us. Now, is there a chance that he's talking about the movie Us? Maybe they played it at the wedding. Mm -hmm. It's a recent release. It's a great movie. If I was getting married... If I knew someone who was getting married sometime soon, yep. I'd think about what movie I was going to screen at the wedding. Yep. And I think Jordan Peele is one of those directors who is really clued into what's happening in society right now. Speaks to romance. Lupita Nyong'o gives this incredible performance. I would be shocked if she wasn't a Best Actress like front runner. Right. Uh, 
So yeah, if it was up to me, that's that's and I, that would be my guess as to what uh, Richie might be talking about. Do you have any other info? Well, it's interesting you say that because the caption is uh, at Rachel Hairstylist watching you and Kel tie the knot in front of your go- gorgeous girls. I haven't watched you yet, but I've heard good things. Oh, season two just came out on Netflix. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People are raving about it. With Gossip Girl in it. Right. Gossip Girl is in it. Yeah. So watching you and Kel tie the knot in front of your gorgeous girls. And is Kel a reference to Keenan and Kel? (laughs) As many people just call it Kel for sure. Because that's the one that people remember from that show. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So, Kel... Uh, I'm going to say six out of seven for Paradise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richie, I think that I secretly think that Richie might be coupled. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Not announced. Keenan Thompson. Could be. Wouldn't that. Ooh, dropped the mic. <laughs> That's how confident I am. It's a mic drop in the literal sense of the word. Let's bring Keenan Thompson to Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a great addition just to bring some of that levity. Look, he's great in any cast ensemble. Sure. I think he would well suit this situation. Is, is he still on. SNL? Yeah, he's still on SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, let's oh, go back to the women. He's got a lot of spare time. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole off season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mary. Ooh. Mary's an interesting one. Yeah. She hasn't been on Paradise yet, right? No, 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 no. Because she was just on Mad Agnew season. Right, yeah. I think she'd be a great commentator. Totally. Yeah. She might even be able to blossom into something outside of just a great commentator. I'm really in favor of giving these people who are good talking heads mm. more storyline. Right. Definitely. Because... There's a reason that they're good talking heads, and it's because they're engaging people. And they're interesting with what they say. Mm. They say good stuff. Right. Yeah. And if they're engaging, why not let them get engaged? There it is. Mm. Okay, uh, we didn't talk about Alex Nation. We got sidetracked with fucking Richie. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, well, no, I talked about it. Did you? What did you bit. say? Uh, yeah, give it a go. <laughs> give it a go. I don't think it will happen, personally. Her track record is Richie, mm. Bill, mm. I just think we need to find someone better for Alex Nation and I don't think it's happening through this show. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm like, yeah, uh, I hope that she knows what she wants and she knows how to get it. I have some confidence in that, but also... Yeah, and and then I guess somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm a little wary of them just wanting to use her as like a sort of buy bait type of thing. Right, right. To create some more steaminess in that. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like uh, I don't want to fall into that same trap of right. exoticizing that or you know whatever like thinking of her as a different type of player because of that or, right you know. right exactly as sensitively i think as the show handled that for some of last season mm. uh, i i agree in that it, you don't want to risk too much of a good thing yeah 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 uh, let that beautiful monumental bachelor moment live as it was yeah yeah and i guess now that some of those landmark you know moments or milestones or whatever are out of the way i would hope that it could be approached in a somewhat more casual yeah i mean it was pretty casual last time yeah yeah uh, yeah i think it was i hope that they good. continue to proceed in good faith how about that fabulous yes all right what about vaco Ooh. yeah yeah that could yeah. be pretty fun totally yeah. yeah 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 if i mean you know yeah give it yeah I reckon I would like to see her five. I think that she will be on three. Is she going to be on... <laughs> cutting this part. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is like a good age match for Vaco? 23. Yeah, Nathan? maybe 24 now. Oh, Nathan. I would see that. Yeah. Do you reckon Nathan will come back? 
He's on the list. Yeah. Uh, let's do, let's do Nathan now as well, seeing as mm. we're on him. I think that he copped a bit of shit at the end of the season, yeah. a bit of heat. Yeah. But why the hell not? If you're him, like yeah. you get the opportunity to go back to paradise. Yeah. Chill out. Build your brand some more. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like people were like, he's trying to build his brand. Mm. He wants to go and do it again. Good on him. And he was pretty good. Yeah. In standing up to Ivan. Sure. Uh, in having all of the necessary conversations around Bill as well and yeah. Flo, all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. He was a, he was a upstanding member. Nathan was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be very very open to seeing him again. I think likeliness four and a half. Mm-hmm. Want four and a half. Yeah. 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 Okay, Tennille. Mm. We saw we last saw Tennille uh, getting dumped by Nathan. Yeah, um, I don't know. I am not so sure if Tennille will come back. I'm not sure she was that uh, compelling of a TV character because it seemed like a lot of the confessional work, a lot of the storyline work, that even when it was about Tennille, mm. such as with Jules, such as with Ivan, such as with Nathan, mm. it was all people talking about Tennille rather than Tennille talking herself. Yeah. You know? I think she's an interesting person to put into the mix. Yeah. In the sense that a lot of people want to fight over her and, yeah. you know, it gets people fired up because she's very attractive, I guess. Um, it's good for drama. Yeah. I, but I, just, I don't know how much she stands to gain out of it. Right. And I hesitate to put someone in a role where they're only looked at as like this prize to be won. Yeah. yeah. Which it seemed like that was a bit of what was going on. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, True Gems, Lorena Fleur. Mm. Prize winning bachelorette contestant mm-hmm. from the era of the Dirty Street Pie. Yeah. I am... So here for a return to paradise for Lorena. That's it. It's like she is now, I guess, a bit of a legacy player. Right. But she is also like when we compare her to other people who have come through the ranks of Bachelor over the last few years. Yeah. She really stands up as like this quite iconic figure. Right. And uh, I think it's good for them to have a bit of a spread of age ranges. She's not like old. No, but she might suffer from the, the Rachel thing of being an older woman on the show that casts men in their yucky early 20s right yeah Yeah. um and i also think they stand to benefit from having a decent spread of uh seasons right you know what i mean like we we noticed with those rumored ones that they were all largely from that agnew yeah yeah um so i think it would be smart of them to keep the earlier viewers in mind as well Mm. um i would yeah i would love to see a couple of um a, a couple thrown in from the earlier seasons mm. just because I feel like it adds spice. Mm. It's not just like the same people who have been doing the media loop in the past three, six months, yeah. then meeting on an island. Yeah. I think there's actual propensity for love to blossom, if I can speak so boldly. Yeah. Well, I think they, they stand to gain a lot from, yeah, just like different types of voices. And like, while well, obviously the show is about kind of a greatest hits of like people who were on the other shows yeah um i agree with you that like if we just have the same people coming back to bachelor in paradise year after year um that stands to get a bit stale and it'd be cool if they looked back on you know earlier seasons and sprinkled in a few of those people as well that maybe we haven't heard from for a while right and how good was zoe is that her name that was on last paradise it was Zoe. It was Zoe. That's yeah. right. So uh, Zoe O'Brien from Blake Garvey season, 
and she turned out to be this fucking cool forthright woman who um, I think she ended up putting Nathan on his ass a little bit for the way that he uh, oh, treated Zoe. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. was great. She was awesome. Bring in some of those older older players, yeah. I reckon, mm. and uh, see how we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, that'll do us for the women. Now let's turn our attention to the men. So Sophie Monk? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if we brought in Stu Laundie? <laughs> Him rocking into paradise. It's like, hello, fucking... I've just bought the island. <laughs> um, I'm here to throw a Scott Morrison Sharka and uh, get on with shit. Oh, fucking hell. That was not a good Sharka, by the nah, way. it was a bad it had one. like a wasn't weird, it? like, oh, right angle. Right, right out there. Yeah, yeah. Hang a bit tighter, bro. <laughs> if I can give one word of advice to our PM. <laughs> uh, okay. Ivan. Let's start with Ivan. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah. I think that it will be a great opportunity for Ivan to show growth. Mm-hmm. And I think that he will be able to do it because I feel like when he apologized last year for the way that he came across in Paradise, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it felt genuine to me. Yeah. And for me, that means that I would be in favour of giving this beautiful avocado dancing man yeah. another go. Yeah. Uh, I The reason that I am hesitant about it, I think, is because they would have to spend a decent amount of time like retreading what happened last time. Yeah. Um, I think it would no, be... No, but it's this show, right? Like, they're like, yeah, last year didn't work out, but, but here uh. I am. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Likelihood, I would say, kind of low. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Three out of seven. Hmm. Mm. Mm. I'm going to say, like, two out of seven for okay. likelihood. Um, but how much would I like to see it? Yeah, three and a half. For me, it's, like, a five and a half. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, let's go uh, now. I want to, I wanna, um, because we sort of, we talked about the rumor I want to dig a bit deeper into Jamie Doran because you kind of thought that it was likely that he would be back. Look, it's the wrong week in our nation's history for me to make fun of the man. It's true. He is, if nothing else, a firefighter. True. Um, oh my God, this is an incredible... Okay, so I just Googled Jamie Doran wanting to get a picture of him. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jamie Doran, mm-hmm. obviously, not the actor. First thing that pops up is from InStyle magazine. Um, hard to tell exactly when it's from, but I think pretty recent. The headline is, Jamie Doran deleted all traces of his time on The Bachelorette from his Instagram. <laughs> That's incredible, It's right? so good. He's gone pretty dark on it. Yeah. So, I mean, if uh, that may be used as evidence to support the fact that he's probably not too interested in doing I it again. I do not think that he'll be coming on the show. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's that's the ultimate, like, will he or won't he, right? Like... I mean, he's talked about how he wants to get his side of the story out there. Yeah. And how he feels like he was uh, portrayed badly or wrongly. Disingenuously. Disingenuously. There was apparently going to be a podcast that he was going to put together. Right. um, Which could be interesting. Oh, we'll have him on the show (laughs) to do a little cross promo. Yeah. but yeah, there was a lot of backlash right, uh, towards him. Yes. Uh, not a popular figure. No. Um, so, you know, is that ratings uh, bump guaranteed? Or is it 
the outcry will be so significant that you know they're scared off by it it's the same as when you bring back like a blake from a few years ago right who by the way now lives in bali and has a rap album out really it's called let's get weird do you <laughs> can we can we have a little listen uh i don't want to but please okay um do you know his rap name i think it's just under his name blake shelton yeah <laughs> That'll do. I'm on his SoundCloud. She take my money. Okay, this oh, is God. Not, this is not by him. Oh, no. Right, well, you know, I'm sure he's a great guy. Oh, my goodness. I'm actually not super sure about that. I don't want to get in trouble. Oh. How sure. litigious is Jamie Foxx? Uh, Kanye West doesn't like uh, creating any controversy, does he? No. What about just skipping ahead? Oh, oh, great. Yeah. Beautiful. And what about it's 20 minutes in? Yes, bitch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. He's got right. a lot of hits in here. I would argue that on. may not be his album, though. So, <laughs> um, but good on him. Okay. I, I, why am I trying to be so diplomatic? Well, we didn't like him. Yeah, no. He was awful. Yeah. All right. Um, he uh, once, hey. like, knocked a guy out and put him in hospital and yep. thought it was funny or something like that. Yeah. Well, there's some, some stuff going yeah. on. We don't like him. Mm. Uh, so, let's say Blake's uh, zero interest and mm. zero likelihood yeah. for, for coming back. Maybe the only person that I could possibly be that sure that they won't come back. Also, Blake Garvey. <sighs> no. Oh. I reckon they'd do it. If they got the chance. The Blake Garvey Redemption Tour would mm. be a really fun one. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind putting him with, say, a Rachel. Okay. Mignon. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea how compatible they'd be. Me neither. I have no idea how much either of them would be into Perth. that. Or... She's hey, from Perth. I mean, when, you know, when the two people from Perth yeah. finally get to meet. Yep. What can you do? You want to talk about On some people young from Perth? Love to. Max back, baby. <laughs> Wait, you? No. McCain Reed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean... Someone's got to use the old guitar that they've got sitting around yeah. the island. So he's been on uh, two seasons mm-hmm. of Paradise. Mm-hmm. He's been and unlucky the people in love. Can't get enough. <laughs> Screaming for more. So he had no screen time mm. uh, last time because mm. he was unlucky in love and yeah. was not not very fortunate to have been uh, coupled up at a time. When there were very, very many people left. And it didn't even seem like... And obviously we have no idea, but no. it didn't even seem like he was becoming, like, mates or anything. Like well, He made, apparently, good mates with Alex and Caroline from okay. the US. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Okay. Um, so he uh, visited them or saw saw them earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. And in the States? I think when Alex came here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so th- I th- I'm fairly, fairly confident... That uh, he at least made friends and had a good time on on the show, even right. though he well, wasn't I'm on it. I'm sorry to allege that um, <laughs> he may not have done that. That's... Okay, let's talk about Sam Cochran. Okay, so this is Uncle Sam. Sure, yes. This is uh, look at those cans, Sam. Yes. This is Sam who got engaged to Tara Pavlovic mm-hmm. in Paradise, but then it all ended, and now Tara is coupled happily with someone else. Right. Sam Cochran, uh, a couple of facts about him. Yes. Of of recent, uh, he has moved overseas. He's now living in LA. Uh-huh. He, uh huh. He, according to his Instagram, his last post uh, was in Toronto. All right. But it was in June. Wow. Of 2019. He's gone off the grid. He's gone completely off grid. Okay. I think that we won't see Sam 
in Paradise this year. Mm. He had a real redemptive sort of arc to to end up with Tara and mm. people really believed in it and looked like they loved each other. Yeah. But the bust up was pretty public. He's mm. overseas. I don't reckon the show did him any favours. Yeah. So he's out. It's one of those uh, Schrodinger's cat sort of situations with the fact that he hasn't posted anything in yeah. almost a year, which is like he literally could be doing anything. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't stake my future on it. I wouldn't bet anything behind it. We'll just wait and see. Me neither. Yeah. Let's talk about Cam Cranley now. Oh, yeah. Fireman Cam. Yeah. You cannot ignore. No, I He's the hero dare. next door, Xavier. <laughs> and I want to see him on Paradise. Yeah. I think, I think you know, there was a lot of public uh, debate or... No, not debate. I think a lot of uh, a lot of support for him becoming Bachelor yep. didn't end up happening. That's right. We got someone else instead. Yep. Um, but I think there's still quite a lot of love for him. Yeah. Um, he still looks great. He still looks great. He's um, going good. It's a good time to be a hot firefighter right now. Yep. Um, I got to stop bringing everything back to that. You do. Yeah. Yeah, I would not be surprised. He uh, put a bit of bleach in his hair, I think, recently. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, not sure if I'm wild about it, but I don't know. It might have just been a wash, right. wash out situation. Mm. Um, yeah, give him a go. I reckon give him a go. Also give a go, Tim Hanley. Tim Hanley. T-I-M-M. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, that's probably the first person they got on the phone to. Right. I reckon. Yeah. Uh, at the end of last season, they were probably like, fuck Tim can we- can we get a you bit more, more Tim, more please? Of you, can we please? have another bit of, the whole country's another sprinkle love with you? of Tim? Yeah. Um, will we see it? I don't know. I think Tim time might fall later in the year. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, yeah Tim could be a big one next year, maybe. Yeah. Um, depending on what's no, he's going on in his bachelor. life. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I would... I, I feel confident about that with yeah. no inside knowledge whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Tim for Bachelor. Okay. That's where I stand. Yeah. Uh, another strong candidate, Kieran. Sure. Um, Kieran, I would put money on being in paradise. Me too. I would say, uh, likelihood seven, want him there seven. Yeah. Want yeah. him there six for me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is my edgiest take. You're he's like only, six. he's like only great. He's not perfect. I think he's so great. <laughs> All right. What about Patty? Uh, has... The well run dry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've just got a better British dude now. Yeah, I think we've kind of scratched the itch. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. Does Paddy want it? Definitely. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. One and one. He'll like have a year or two off, right? And if he's still single, he'll be like, "I've thought about it and I've changed my ways. <laughs> I'm a good boy now." Uh, still cheeky. Yeah. Um, all right. What about Jared? Xavier's <laughs> just bumped his microphone. His pop filter's fallen off. I'm going to take that as a comment mm-hmm. about what you think about whether or not Jared should be on the show next year. Look, power to him. I don't know. Do I want? Do I want to deal with that again? I would be He's open to it. He's not a bad guy. Yeah. Like, I do feel like there might be a better home for him out there yeah. than the Bachelor franchise. He's still hanging out with Bachelor franchise people. He spent New Year's in Darwin with a bunch of the cast. Oh, yeah. I, you know, like... I, don't, I wouldn't see anything wrong with it. No. And also, like, how... Not how else is he going to have met these new season people, mm. but, you know, like, to hang out with people from Matt's season... Mm. 
when shows a level of interest, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. When Sophie's was now two and a half years ago. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. That uh, we could see a bit of Woodgate, and it might be some Jared and Kira conflict oh, once yeah. again because Kira's are pretty much locked in. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Well, yeah, maybe they're going to try and redo the Richie Alex X's button heads again. Yeah. Uh, situation. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't be opposed. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's uh, roll through this last one. We're going to see Jackson probably, right? If mm. he can get time off from the Family Pie Factory. Yeah. Yeah. If Dad uh, signs his fucking leave form, is he allowed a little summer break? I don't know. A little Bali getaway? Let's say. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> custom made with, with like pies all yeah, over pies it. and sauce packets. Or yeah. Whatever. Great. Love that. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, you have to bring him up because he's there every year. Honey Badger. Canadian Daniel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He is, for better or worse, a bit of an institution. And he's way less popular everywhere else than he is in Australia. Yeah, I think that's true. He's, like, got, he's one of those guys. Yeah, he's got... I, I notice he's, you know, a lot of these people who you look at uh, from the shows have like million or hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers. He's mm. got around 70,000. Yeah. And he's been on Australian Paradise twice. Yeah. What it's are we doing? Like, he's kind of like how um, an artist like Pink will come and play like 50 shows in Australia. Right. Yes. Because like f- somehow that's just where the fans are. Yes. Um, I, it's the same as the Wombats. I was talking to someone oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Over, over Christmas and I didn't necessarily realize to the extent to which, but I was like, oh yeah, the Wombats are touring soon. Because obviously they have a huge presence here in Australia. Yeah. But we live in Australia. We don't really know what they're doing outside of that. Right. They're a British band. Yeah. and. Uh, he was like that. He's a British student. He was like, "Oh, that band from like 2009." Yeah, and I was like, right. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So uh, that covers us off. Probably be back. Honestly. Yeah. I reckon we'll see Canadian Daniel. Yeah, there'll be another again. slice of Canadian bacon on this uh, burger or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I reckon that does it. Right. Uh, have we have we got the have we assembled the cast list from within those candidates? There'll be some surprises. I hope there are. Bring back Apollo. Yeah. What is Apollo up to? Uh, he's shooting magic videos again. He did Great. one with Schoolies TV where it's like Schoolies react to magic. <laughs> Sick. So he's back on his magic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the hit musical and movie Cats. Yes. Um, the uh, the main character, I wouldn't say ends up with, but spends a lot of time canoodling with uh, Mr. Mistopheles, who is the magician cat. Uh-huh. And it made me think, you know, Bachelor of has got a magician cat up its sleeve. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Bring him back. Have, uh, well, I, is there anyone as clever as him? No. Or whatever that line is that they repeat a lot in the musical. <laughs> Remains to be seen. All right, Xavi. That does it for we Paradise do, Chat. I will do... If we had a Patreon or something, I could figure out like which Bachelor person matches up with which cat's cat. Just do it in the Facebook group. Everyone, yeah. Bachelor of Hearts Osh posting on Facebook is where you can go to find us. We can go to find all your friends, yeah. chat about the show, all the news that we know. Uh, find out which cat is you. which. Yeah. 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 All right. Find out which cat is which. Yes. Let's continue uh, because now it is time for book chat. We are both done in summer reading. Yes. Okay. Do you want to start with your book about Angie Kent or can I burn through the honey badger first? I'd be happy to start with my book about Angie Kent. Great. Um, unless you desperately want to go first. No. Nope. I took fairly limited notes on this book. Okay. Uh, it's a light read. It's a light read. It is, uh, it's sort of a biography. Right. Uh, well, one might say an autobiography <laughs> in that it is written by the person about whom it is. Great. 
uh, <laughs> it's called If You Don't Laugh, You'll Cry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's it's sort of stories from Angie's life uh, leading up to and including her time uh, as a bit of a media icon. Um, I will say, first and foremost, this is not a Bachelor book. Right. This book uh, was written and sent off to publishing before her Bachelor journey began. It seems at the end, like, she knows that she will be the Bachelorette. Right. Um, but there is literally no trace of Batchy in here. Uh, I'm not sure if... Same thing. Okay, interesting. There's one mention on the very last page. People yeah. might know me as The Bachelor. Right. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense from a timeline perspective of just like, we need to get this thing out the door so that it's on shelves when the season's over for people who want another little taste of it. Um, but yes, if you are picking up this book thinking that it will be like some comprehensive behind the scenes guide or something like that, there are much better books to find that sort of thing. But I think Angie Kent... Um, is a very uh, interesting figure. I think she is very sweet. It's very like light-hearted reading. I think, even though it touches on some uh, sort of heavier topics, I suppose. Um, in her life, there have been, you know, there's been heartbreak and there has been loss of loved ones mm-hmm. and um, you know some difficult things with like body image and body dysmorphia and um, you know she has uh, seen herself through all of those things. Right. Uh, and I think we have a lot to gain from hearing her perspective on it. I will say it's like, it's this like very breezy, very colloquial sort of writing style. <laughs> Are we, do we read the same book? I am <laughs> pretty sure that we've read this same yeah, okay. breezy colloquial writing yeah, yeah, yeah. style. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's the same like type of lingo, I guess, that makes her uh, a very relatable and enjoyable presence in the Australian TV landscape. Yeah. Makes her a good commentator in Batchy and in I'm a Celebrity and in Gogglebox. Um, it's full of like empowering, uplifting sort of messages. You can almost feel that the book is like smiling at you at certain points, right. I think. Um, it's very charming, although I will say from time to time the slanginess of it can be a little bit jarring. Yeah. Um, it feels a bit like she's trying to keep the energy up i guess yeah throughout the writing and and maybe trying to maintain the same kind of energy that she has on tv in a text form um i feel like it might have been a bit more interesting to hear her strip away some of that stuff a little bit more yeah um and the best parts of the book are the parts where it's less like you know like her being trying it it almost feels like you're having a first conversation with her and you just met her somewhere or something yeah 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 um which is a big asset in terms of like just being able to pick it up and enjoy it and read it in an airport and then get on your flight or whatever. Right. Um, but for, I guess now having been through this season of Bachelorette with her and anyone who is, I think a bit more familiar with her might be craving a little bit more. Right. Okay. But you know who she is, but yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and there are some things that it touches on here, um, which, uh, I was really interested in learning more about as the book falls on the ground. <laughs> So there, I did take note of a few things that I was just excited to hear about mm-hmm. or learn about with her. Yeah. Um, in 2014, Angie directed a short documentary. Oh, cool. Um, called Tom's Plan, uh, which is about her living arrangement with Evie, who you know from Gogglebox. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, was on her season of Badgie. Yeah. Uh, and Tom, um, who is this guy who has Down syndrome and type 1 diabetes. Right. Um, I watched the doco um, after he- oh, hearing cool. about it in the... It's on YouTube. Like, right. You know, you should check it out. It's very short. It's very nice. Yeah. Um, and it's very short. Like, it's, you you know, it's like, I think it's like 15 minutes. Like, yeah. It's not massively in depth, but you do get this really wonderful sense of Angie beyond what we normally see on TV. Yeah. And, uh, 
what her life is like and what it is like for her to be living and caring for um, this person who is in a somewhat unique situation. Right. Um, and the kind of perspective that it gave her on her life and that kind of thing. I thought cool. it was really good. I yeah. think the chapter about Tom and, and living with Tom is probably the best one in the book. Cool. Um, her passion for being a carer and um, the way that that experience kind of changed her outlook uh, is really admirable. Um, and I think that passion is also very infectious. Yeah, great. Um, so I think that that chapter alone kind of makes it all, all kind of worthwhile. Great. Um, there's a chapter where Angie opens up about her experience with endometriosis. I didn't know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's uh, not a lot of people talk about it, I guess. It's it's, it's this interesting thing, which, like, it, it, it affects a huge number of people. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the statistic is. It's, like, very widespread, and there is, it's, like, sort of stigmatized in a way. Or, right. Um, it's... it's a complicated and difficult thing to diagnose yeah. or to receive a diagnosis for. Yeah. Um, and, you know, statistics show that I think it's one in 10 women have endo, um, but people regularly suffer for many years before they receive a diagnosis. Yeah. Uh, it's like a whole, the whole thing. Yeah. But I think it is really encouraging to see people talking about it. And um, I think, you know, it's kind of pretty sick of her to like open up the conversation about it. And there's, going to be plenty of people who are reading about it who maybe don't know anything about it at all right and that might prompt them to do a bit more research and uh that sort of thing so i thought that was a great chunk yeah as well. cool yeah um in chapter nine there's like two pages where she just plugs other people's self-help books <laughs> and like apps great <laughs> cool uh angie believes that while we play a part in achieving what we want out of our own lives our lives are also already mapped out for us by the universe or by a higher power. Interesting. Which is something that I didn't know about her. She didn't talk about on Bachelorette, but it kind of, in my reading of it, makes me think like this belief system maybe uh, explains or... I mean, you can see how that would open her up to the idea of going on Batchy. Sure. Where like decisions are kind of being made for you in a way and... Um, if you believe in like fate or predestination or something like that, then it's very easy to think that that could be funneling itself through this like structure. Totally. Um, so that was interesting to read. Um, on page 119, she refers to mother nature as the ultimate milf. Ha! This has been rolling around in my head for That's a couple of weeks now. That's so good. What, do, what exactly does she mean? What does she want to fuck? Trees. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Dirt. Yep. Uh, water. The whole bit. The whole... All of it. Wind. She wants... She just wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Let her. That's all we're saying. I hope that her new partner is uh, <laughs> open to that, you know? Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Like, final line of the book. Um, she refers to her readers as, quote, my little sunflowers. Beautiful. And it's very cute. It's very sweet. And, you know, it's symbolic for also her. But very also, very heartbreaking. Like, I wonder if Tim has read this book. Yeah, I know. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Those are a few sort of loose observations from the book. I would recommend... I think, like, I would have loved to read this book just before watching the season. Yeah. Because I feel like it gives you a very holistic view of her as a person and her opinions and stuff going into this season. But 
some of it is addressed in the show and also now that i've been through the whole show i was reading through some of this and being like yeah okay you know yeah yeah i I will say so i have a a one amendment to make uh on the comment that i made before about the honey badger book oh yeah um he does talk about being the bachelor oh really there's a like a 10 page uh little little bit um so uh, i've given him too much credit five pages are addressed uh here with him being the badger the badgerler double-sided doubles five double-sided pages that's right yep um okay so we're now onto the honey badger's guide to life and this book came out a year ago now yeah it came out just after his uh stint on the show right so maybe 18 months yep um so we can see that there are little uh we can see there are little um bits here that feel like they might have been shoehorned in uh such as the chapter women and not wanting something Oh no! Right? Really? Yes. Oh my god! I wasn't expecting that because Angie Ken's chapters—they're all like one-word titles, pretty much. Or you know, so I mean, they're called the things like home and like family and like weight and uh, friends, yeah, and that kind of thing. He, uh, yeah, he kind of throws a little bit of shade here. He says uh, some of these girls. There was a lot going on in that house. Each woman definitely had her own vibe happening. Start of the chapter, by the way. <laughs> uh, some of these girls never really gave up their real selves, I reckon, keeping a mask on the whole time. Fuck. We continue with this chapter <laughs> to a sentence that begins, For centuries men have been trained to hunt. Oh, Jesus. Man alive. I thought it was that with women too, but it's not. Women are so much more than that. This is a man who is uh, capable of writing a guide to life, I'm sure. Is it true? I, we, I think we talked about this before. It was originally going to be titled The Honey Badger's Guide to Life and Love. And then That's they had right. to delete that part. Yes. They had to find all and replace. It's uh, talking... It So this ends up... He basically is uh, talking about... This paragraph is like how he found his feminine side. Okay. On The Bachelor. Right. But nothing about not really choosing can you give me a bit of an overview of the book in general like is he addressing like every single life topic that he can think yes, of? yes sort of thing? truly it's like, a lot of stuff about footy and like a lot of stuff about why laughter is the best medicine Ugh, yeah um, boys don't cry the man hug modern masculinity um bearded macadamias there's all kind of, i'm just reading you the names of mm, chapters mm-hmm. there's a chapter on feminism oh which just how long is that chapter <sighs> Well, the honey badger sums up feminism in a, a cool two and a half pages, eh? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he's ushered in a new wave of feminism, right? Because he's really tapped into something that nobody else had thought of to yep. this point. Yep. The, the best because though... of his perspective <laughs> on aging. <laughs> the best though, uh, there's definitely chapters on uh, how we're living in a world that's too PC. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Wow. You know, honestly, I'm so glad that he is brave enough to come out and say that because really, yeah. a lot of people are too scared. Yep, this is exactly what he's saying. A lot of people are too scared of offending someone now. Yeah. Exactly well, what you've just thing, said. that's the thing, because a lot of people, they listen to you talk and they suddenly start crying. That's right. And it's like, why? Because yeah. I'm a bigot? Yeah. Like, is that is that what this is? I'm not saying Honey Badger's... No, 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 you're not. Yeah, but yeah. Um, you're saying that you are, which is... Yeah. Famously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so th- I just want to say um, the two best chapters in the book. Mm-hmm. There's firstly a few clues about chivalry. <laughs> and then how to finish up with a bird. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Now, I'm looking at the front cover as you're holding the book open, and he does have what appears to be a bird on his shoulder. It's a galah. Is there any chance that perhaps that he's what he's referring to? No. It's just not. Mm. It's just... It's just not. Okay, so... Talk me through it. It's a page and a bit long. We'll start there. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, how many pages did we both read in total, actually? Not that it's a competition, but I'm just curious. <laughs> like 207. This one's 223. Oh, you beat me. Yeah. Um, okay. Sometimes it works out, Davey. Sometimes <laughs> Does it write doesn't. write my name in the book? <laughs> <laughs> his, uh, his advice for breaking up with a woman. Uh-huh. Don't do it by text. Apparently this is poor form. Right. Don't tell her by phone because that is the move of a weak bastard not wanting to deal with emotion. Don't give her a ring. Okay. And critically here, don't tell her while in public. Interesting. That seems like some advice that might be useful for someone I know by the name of Nick Honey Badger Cummins. Try to be alone with her in a quiet place. Holy fuck. Such as on fucking national television. Jesus Christ. And also make sure you do it twice. (sighs) Two, Two people. It's oh, a jungle twice. out there, Xavi. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, nowadays when you can't even fucking say what's on your mind, the PC police coming after you. Oh, oh boy. I would not recommend this read to uh, just about anybody. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's how I would, that's how far I would go with this. So uh, you suffered through it. Look, and... I have, uh, I walked so that we could all run. <laughs> Away from the bookstore. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you uh, got a signed copy, would it increase the experience for you or would it, in fact, make it worse? Do you have one? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just I can checking see if Angie would sign one. Copy is... Yeah, I would like it signed by someone else. <laughs> yeah, I'll sign it for you. Great. Yeah. That, I would love it. <laughs> All right. Are we done? Where are we Not with this? Not much else to say Not much else it. to say yeah. about it. Uh, I was... There was a part of me that was like, look, if Max says it's good, maybe I'll fucking have a land. Oh, it's bad. It's really bad. It's So it is um, much like Nick's run on The Bachelor, which mm. was full of weird words, uh, but not much substance. Yeah. So too is the book. Right. Yeah. Is it a lot of like, um, oh yeah, she was up my blah, like a something, something. Yeah. There's like definitions of his weird aphorisms on each right. page. And Oh yeah. Does it have like a glossary? Uh, well, it's more like a glossary on, like, let me show you this, ready? Mm. Um, you'll just find a page that has, like, like a tree full of galahs. To be rowdy, to display bad manners, Sheila's catch-up. Is this, like, the introduction to a cha- chapter or something like that? Nope. It's no? just a, it's just a little definition of his phraseology. Oh, okay. Sort of a, a palate cleanser in between uh, segments? In between chapters, yeah. yeah. interesting. So I might have been too generous when I said that he spent two pages on feminism. Mm. Um, and, in fact, it might be too generous to say that you wrote 200 pages of a book. <laughs> I will say, actually... Um, if you like to look at pictures of Angie, there's plenty of them in this book. Oh, there's also a picture section in this book. Yeah, right. Do you want to see some? Sure. Here they are. <laughs> Full colour. Yeah. Look, credit to him. Angie didn't, uh, or Angie's publisher didn't shell out the budget for that. Wow. Um, although maybe there's like an ebook version which would have them, uh, maybe future pressings. It'd be something to, like, they're like really nice photos. If you've seen the cover of this book, um, I think they're largely taken in the same photo shoot. Uh, I think it's her on the Gogglebox couch, perhaps. 
uh, in variety of different outfits. And, you know, they sort of echo the mood of each chapter. And there's also some sort of archival photographs of her in different stages of her life that are sort of scattered throughout. Um, for the <laughs> for the image collector, I don't know what to say about that. It adds a little context. Great. If you're a real fucking idiot and you've forgotten who's writing the book. <laughs> there's one section... Uh, in the Angie Kent book in a chapter 25 which is called Gogglebox um, which I think maybe is the only mention of The Bachelor in the whole book Um, and it's sort of off-handed reference I guess in in passing Um, and it's about how they got the role on Gogglebox um, where she says how it all started was that one of Evie's best friends was the post-producer for Blake Garvey's season of The Bachelor he got an internal email from Shine Endemol, the production company that makes Gogglebox, because at the time Shine were producing the Bachelor franchise. The email said, do you know anybody who loves to watch television who has an opinion? And he was like, do I ever? <laughs> um, without even asking us first, he sent off a video of Evie, Tom and me just doing our usual crazy things, carrying on like two Bob watches, probably singing some kind of song and being super inappropriate. Yada, yada, yada. Bachelor gets a That's mention. the origin story. So it's like, I don't know, yeah. I mean, I think uh, Shine Endemol were not producing Bachelor by the time uh, her season was being right, right. produced. I think now it's Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she's, oh, got a, she's got a foot in the door. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes sense. Obviously, she's a big Channel 10 celeb. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Xavier, thank you so much for uh, coming to the reading corner with me. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I recommend this book. Okay. Um. I think it's a it's a pretty breezy read. Uh, Angie seems very nice in it. Um, it makes me feel glad that she is in a good time in her life right now. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's fun. Great. I would not recommend this book. <laughs> it is a pretty awful read. Uh-huh. And... Would you like to raise it up to the rafters and put it into the illustrious library of oh, Bachelor Oh, please books. take it off my hands. Would you be happy for me oh, to do that? Oh, yes. So I was worried that I was forcing you into it. No, have it. Microphone. Get rid of it. Because I have Otherwise, here... I would have had to put it in my bookshelf, and right. I don't want to do that. Well, yeah. I mean, my bookshelf has a dedicated spot. You, yeah. Um, this is great. Where I have also... We should have done some more of these, because I've got, I've got the whole season... I'm sorry, the whole series of Mills and Boone books that have Ali Ogin on the cover with some of her men. And the insides of those books have absolutely and truly absolutely nothing to do with Ali or any of the men. They're just some Mills and Boone romance (laughs) novels, which they repackage together. Great. Uh, And then also I have... um, Of course, I've got Osher Ginsberg book. Back after the break. It's a great one. Which is actually a really good read, and I fully recommend that. Mm -hmm. But then I also have this, which is um, uh, episode eight, which is a book by Megan Marks. Oh, I haven't read that. um, Which is... a fascinating read Great. and I have not finished it so I don't feel qualified to do a full uh, discussion uh, about it um, but it is a fiction book um, I'll read you a little bit of the blurb it's uh-huh. uh, hoping to escape the burdens of his dark past Henry joins the cast for a reality dating show The Eligibles his life starts to spiral out of control as he comes face to face with the star and romantic interest of the show Poppy however nothing is as it seems Henry knows Poppy a little too well but does Poppy know Henry? Folly, follow Henry and Poppy as together they weave in and out of love. This is a story where morality is constructed under the gaze of the paparazzi's lens. Episode 8 is fast-paced and filled with secrets that are revealed and buried under a backdrop of fame, beauty, socially constructed perfect realities, drugs, guilt, and sex. 
as it twists and turns, it will leave you questioning your own morality. Don't we all have our own dirty little secrets? Cool, Megan Marks. Yeah. Yeah. This is, because I've read some Marks. Yeah. This is <laughs> probably the best Marxist reading I've ever done. Um, uh, but we, maybe we'll address that in a future episode. Great. All right, Dave. I think that is going to do us for another episode of the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, a special off-season edition. We'll be back soon with God knows what, but we'll be back. And uh, I'd like to wish you all the very best. I do have two things I want to get to quickly. Okay. First of all, uh, we've got a new recording set up, so I don't know if this episode sounded good or not, but um, maybe give us some feedback. If it was yeah, for sure, for good sure. Good or bad or whatever. We have sound effects. Wait. <laughs> I said we have sound effects, and then the sound effects didn't work. Oh, I know. It's the volume. Ah. Yeah, you got to turn the volume up. Oh. Uh, so, if you are a long-time listener of the, fan, of the podcast and you've missed a couple of key sound effects, <laughs> uh, they are back. You got the boat? Uh, of course, yeah. This one? Yes! <laughs> yeah. Uh, oops. <laughs> There's a couple of new ones as well, which Great. I won't spoil. We'll wait until we have the right time to bring them up. Uh, uh, that's all. That's all. Oh, also, the other thing is, um, I did mention the um, the current bushfire crisis in Australia a number of times in this episode. Uh, I would like to encourage people if they haven't already done so to find a way to support. Yeah, um, please give generous like you do. Yeah, I will leave some word. links in the description. I also just wanted to spotlight a couple of like Bachelor of Hearts uh, universe people who are doing some fundraising right now. Great. Um, Evie, who does has done our most recent artwork, yep. um, is uh, doing sketch commissions on her Instagram page at Yves. So I'll leave a link to that if you want to. All of the proceeds from that are going to charity. Great. Um, you can pay ten bucks and get a cool sketch of whatever you want. Um, she did one for me of a toilet doing a poo. <laughs> she did one of me riding the big prawn, which I'm very happy about. Yeah. Uh, also, Eilish Gilligan, who was on our podcast in the past, and I, honestly, I've, it's kind of insane that we haven't had her back. Yeah, on. I've missed Gil. Um, she's doing tarot readings on her Instagram page. Um, lots of other people are doing lots of other great things. If you want to just give directly to charity, that's also fantastic. We'll provide a link for you to do that as well. I was hoping, I mean, I, there's no way that people don't know about what's going on and we're the first people to talk to them about it or anything like that. But if you have yet to do so, uh, anything that you can give would be massively appreciated. Uh, we won't know about it or anything, but just like, you know, if, if you're like, oh yeah, fuck, I still haven't done that. Like, come on. Come on. Um, that's all. Please look after each other. I hope everyone out there is safe and well and had a lovely break and a good new year. And now it's 2020 and we're going to keep doing the world's best podcast. Um, I love you. We love you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and take care of yourself and please take the time now to say goodbye and all those other things I like to say. Uh, wish you all the very best. Um, and uh, if you see Osha, let him know if we still want to have him on the podcast. We love you. Goodbye. Love you. Goodbye. Oh, I have Lovely. to press the button. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. to my ears from the first moment